welcome back to Unapologetically Black Unicorns. Well, here we are. It's December 25th. We all know what day that is for those of us that celebrate Christmas. Well, it's Christmas. And for some people, whether it's Christmas or any other holiday during this time period, it can be kind of tough for people. That includes me. You know, it's sometimes a tough time of year. And, you know, I was thinking about, but why is it a tough time of year for me? And there are kind of two things I can think about, but I really was thinking about something that happened when I was quite young. And as many of you know, I am an army brat. My father was in the military. And when I was eight years old, my father was in Vietnam. It's the Vietnam War. And we lived with my grandmother and grandfather in um, Inglewood, New Jersey, uh, my brother, my mom, and myself. And my father would send us all sorts of different things um, while he was away. Could be pictures of, you know, where he was. It could be, he sent my mother uh, uh, cassette tapes, uh, reading her letters in the cassette tape. And sometimes he would talk to us and we could hear his voice. And then Christmas time came around. And my mother was so excited to share what my father had sent. And it was a postcard. And here's a picture of this magical Santa. She kept telling me, it's the magical Santa. Wait till you see it. It's a magical Santa. And I looked at the picture and I was like, oh, wow, that is a magical Santa because the Santa was black. It was the first time of me ever seeing an African-American Santa Claus. It was kind of a poorly looking Santa. I will admit that the suit was all like it was kind of dirty and the Santa looked super thin and the white um, beard and mustache looked kind of gray. I mean, the whole thing was sort of sad, but at the end of the day, the face was black. And I was very excited to see this black Santa who was surrounded by all of these Vietnamese children. And my mom said, look closer, look closer. There's more magic in that Santa. I had no idea what she was talking about. I had the magic I needed. I had a black Santa. But when I looked closer, that black Santa was my dad. And all of a sudden, I didn't even see the magic anymore. I don't know the emotion that I was filled with, but I couldn't understand why my father was the magical black Santa for other children, why he wasn't home with my brother and I. Though I knew why he wasn't here, I didn't, in my little eight-year-old mind, I, I couldn't make any sense of it. And so I took the picture and I stuck it in my drawer. And I really never said any more about it. When my mother asked for the picture, you know, she thought I was going to take it out on Christmas Day. Um, she discovered that I had taken a pencil um, and a pencil eraser and erased my father's face off of the picture. She was furious. <laughs> So let's just say, like she didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. But she wasn't the happiest of campers when she saw what I had done. When I think about that years later, I think about the pain and suffering that can happen during times when our families are deployed, when people are deployed and in, 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 a, in a war zone. And, and that's actually what was going on at that time. You know, back then, they did not give a mental health or other types of supports to military families. They do now, but, but they didn't back then. 
and they maybe did for the spouses, but not really for the children. And nobody, I didn't have anybody to talk to, or there wasn't anybody to refer me to in order to talk about all of the feelings that I was having about missing my father, having some jealousy, yes, that he was there giving gifts to other children, um, and he wasn't home with us being the magical black Santa. I still have that picture, actually, uh, that postcard. He, he turned it into a postcard. You know, I don't take it out and look at it because I can remember exactly what happened. I don't need to actually look at it. But one of the things, of course, I realize as an adult is how lucky those children were to have someone who would dress up, probably looked a little bit closer in skin tone to them than maybe some of my uh, other military counterparts that w- were with my dad. But, you know, that he he dressed up and he was there for the kids. And I can look at that now and and think I have a lot of pride in in what my father um, had to do. You know, he was required to do things in the military that maybe he wouldn't have done as a civilian, Um, but he was required to do some things. And then he did things like this. And when we uh, later, you know, lived in Korea, one of the things that we did was we adopted an orphanage, for lack of a better way of putting it. And, and what we would do is we would visit, it was, a, it was a girls' orphanage, and we would go and we would visit the girls, we would hang out with the girls, and, and it was something that we did with consistency. So there is this giving nature, humble and giving nature in my family, that regardless if I could understand it as an eight-year-old, you know, struggling with a father being away at war, I could understand the fact that, you know, he's a giving person, and my family is about giving and about supporting others, especially those um, in need. So I don't know, I, I could still look back at that time. And, and it, it makes me feel bad that I erased my father's face off of that picture. It really does. But it also speaks to the deep heart pain that I had as a child, in missing my father, and knowing that my father was away, um, especially that he was away in a war zone, which we could see pictures of on TV, and um, how hard that was for me as an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, 10-year-old, and how hard it must be for every single person who is sitting on Christmas Day or during this holiday season, and they have are sitting with past hurt, present hurt, present pain, and how hard it is. It is really, really hard. And I always go into the holiday season starting before, you know, the American quote unquote Thanksgiving up until New Year's. It's just a super hard time. And if this is a hard time for you, I want to say know that you're not alone. There are a bunch of people having a hard time. Okay, that sounds really weird. (laughs) But what I do want to say is that it does get better. We can get through it. We can sit with the pain, recognize the pain, and move through the pain. And what I'm doing today actually is sitting at the beach, and you'll hear more about this in the next episode, and I'm listening to the waves. I'm listening to them come in and come out. I'm watching them come in and come out. I'm watching the white caps turn into smooth blue. I'm just soaking it all in so that that can take the pain out and bring in something new. Take the pain out and bring in something new. And it's really calming me. So I hope you can find your your way of being at peace and being calm, finding that calm moment and sit with 
the coming in and the coming out of the waves. So I'm actually now going to go over and hang out with my dad. I hope you all have whatever it is that you want to have for this holiday season that brings you the most joy in the way that you can experience that joy. And until I see you next time on Unapologetically Black Unicorns, hey, let me know what it is that you like to do during this time to bring yourself inner peace and joy. It may help other people. It might even help me. All right, folks, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, share, and see you next week on Unapologetically Black Unicorns.